again, fellow travellers, and welcome to podcast 111. Unlucky in cricket, but not in our series of podcasts, you should have been there. With me, Mick Webb. And me, Simon Calder. And I am living the theme of today's podcast, which is Room with a View. If I may, let me describe the view from room 1160 in the Savoy Palace Hotel in Funchal, Madeira. So I'm looking out across the Atlantic, absolutely filling the horizon. In the foreground, the waves are crashing against the rocks. There's the harbour over to my left. The ferry to Porto Santo has uh, recently departed. And in the haze, the Ilias Desertas, the nature reserve, which is, I understand, unpopulated. And that's just the I can just catch the curve of the uh, Bay of Funchal on this beautiful, verdant and very delicious island. Well, lucky old you. My view is one that I've um, enjoyed for many years, um, which is uh, a view of actually the lilacs in blossom in our um, postage stamp of a garden. But uh, mainly my view is of London brick built houses. <laughs> but what I wanted to do was to um, just talk briefly about the novel uh, by E.M. Forster, A Room with a View, which, of course, has um, spawned a, uh, a very good film and also um, this particular podcast. So the n- novel begins, if you're uh, unfamiliar with it, uh, Simon. Like many people, Mick, I'm afraid I didn't read the novel, but I have seen the film. Okay, page one. The signora had no business to do it, said Miss Bartlett. No business at all. She promised us south rooms with a view close together, instead of which here are north rooms looking into a courtyard and a long way apart. Oh, Lucy. And then it picks up the theme again a bit later. I want so to see the River Arno. The rooms the signora promised us in her letter would have looked over the Arno. The signora had no business to do it at all. Oh, it is a shame. And Miss Bartlett's complaints, which are overheard by a fellow English tourist in their pensione in in Florence, kicks off the whole romantic tale in what I suppose is uh, one of the most romantic cities in the world, Florence. Yes, and having stayed at the uh, Cardiff Premier Inn with a car park view last week, um, I, I, I'm looking forward to reading the novel more thoroughly. Uh, and can I just explain why I'm here in Madeira? It's partly because, of course, um, at the, the start of May, it's a, a beautiful time to be. The blossom is everywhere. But it's actually because the first proper travel conference for over two years is taking place. This is the Advantage Travel Partnership get-together, 300 independent travel agents and miscellaneous great and good of the travel industry. Um, I've been talking to some of them and uh, like many things in life, it didn't go quite as smoothly as it might. Julia Lobue Saeed, Chief Executive. Oh, flipping heck. <laughs> We're filming. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. Julia Lobue Saeed, Chief Executive of the Advantage Travel Partnership. Where is your room with a view? Uh, my room with a view, without question, has to be Sorrento. I was there the last time, um, about four years ago, with the family. 
beautiful room with a view overlooking the piazza, um, everyone entertaining themselves, eating, drinking, wonderful food and wonderful wine, um, lovely smells of the Italian, Italian cuisine, um, incredible, incredible. You feel that you're in a, in, a, in a really significant part of Europe, absolutely wonderful. But hang on, I've been to Sorrento, and if you don't mind me contradicting you, I was absolutely sure you were going to say it's in this beautiful hotel overlooking the Bay of Naples. You can see the island of Capri. You can see Vesuvius. It's the best. But you've just told me it's it's at the town square. What's going on, please? Well, the, t- the town square, I love I mean, Capri's beautiful. The bay's beautiful. Um, but actually, the town square was incredible. I think it just gives you a real flavour of what Sorrento's about. Um, seeing the people. You don't see the people in the bay. You see the people around the square. And that, for me, is what it's all about. And do you keep going back there? Um, no, I haven't. I've, last time I was there was four to four years ago. I have Italian parents, so I brought oh. my family, my kids over there a couple of years ago. Not that they're from Sorrento, they're from Sicily. Um, but it was just wonderful to immerse in a bit of Italian culture. And is there any room with a view that you've heard about that you are just desperate to go to? Um, well, Madeira was one of them, and I'm, I'm talking to you from Madeira now, so that's incredible. Um, I think I would like to um, definitely go across to Asia. I was in, um, I was in Kuala Lumpur quite a few years ago. Um, I'd love to do Room with a View in Singapore. That would be somewhere I'd love to do. So hopefully, when things start to relax a little bit there, I can, I can get to do my Room for a View there. I assume that wasn't a fire alarm that uh, interrupted you at the beginning of the interview. Uh, no, it was summoning people to do something in Blandy's Wine Lodge. Um, but on the subject of Sorrento, Lynn Prime also loves the place, but she's very much on my side of the view, which is the one looking across the bay. She says, my ultimate view was in the Grand Ambassiatori Hotel in Sorrento, set on the cliffside. I booked rooms with a garden view, but on arrival, our family had been upgraded to a sea view over the Gulf of Naples, Bellissimo. Ah, oh, well, that's an exact reversal, isn't it, of uh, of uh, Miss Bartlett and Lucy in uh, in the <laughs> original. It certainly is. A Dalmeni Deli also tweets in to say it has to be either from the Hotel Minerva in Sorrento, across the Bay of Naples to Vesuvius, or switching continents here, Elephant Sands, Botswana, across the watering hole filled with elephants swimming there we are mick why if you've got a perfectly comfortable room in a nice area why why is a view so important well i suppose if you want your um travel and your holiday experience to be different from the one you get at home then the more different uh, the view is when you um pull back the curtains or um, open the shutters, that's always a great thing to do, uh, is from your one at home, then um, then the better the day is going to be, I, I, I reckon. Yes. Uh, and even, I mean, I, I, I have um, actually stayed in a, a very strange, tiny house, which was right on the edge of, a, of an almost vertical field in Asturias uh, in northern Spain. Uh, which is a very green part of the world because it rains quite a lot. Um, and uh, I remember being quite excited by the fact that for three days running, when I opened the uh, the shutters, um, I couldn't see a single thing. There was just um, an absolutely dense mist. Mm. Um, and then just below the window, the horns of a few cows, which amazingly managed to, um, managed to ply their trade on this incredibly <laughs> steep field. It sounds sounds blissful. Well, we've we've had um, a couple of people from from uh, offering views from 
kind of northeast England as well. Um, Alan Ankers, for instance, recommends and sends in a picture, and thank you for all the gorgeous pictures you've sent in, uh, the view from the Grand Hotel at Tynemouth in Northumberland. Um, and it, it really does look spectacular across the beach uh, with the sea retreating into the haze. I'm quite looking forward to going there. But meanwhile, let me in, in return recommend the Grand Hotel in Scarborough. Now, anybody who stayed there will know that from many points of view, this is a truly terrible hotel. But it, my goodness, it has the most spectacular view. It is a monumental hotel. Um, I think it was something like the largest in Europe when it was uh, built in the Victorian era. And it still has majestic views out across the bay, which is what what we all want, I think, certainly judging from our from our online mailbag. Yeah, it's interesting and maybe not surprising that um, uh, our listeners and thank you so much for um, all of your contributions. Um, have found it much uh, much more fun to contribute their rooms with a view than um, weird things I found in caves, <laughs> which uh, for some odd reason I thought might uh, <laughs> might strike a chord with people, but it uh, it obviously didn't. Uh, but let me give a special shout out to Mary Poulton, who has taken advantage of anchor.fm's facility for recording audio messages which we can then put in our podcast um to send us this her experience of a room with a view in east london you asked about um, stories of um rooms with a view well mine's a bit mundane um but this week i um traveled to london and stayed in canary wall and um I was totally surprised when I opened my hotel curtains to find a magnificent view of the DLR railway and the, all the high rises. It was just amazing because really it was so surprising. I love your show and um, I listen to it every week. Uh, okay, it's Mary. Okay, bye. I would like to thank Mary for her um uh, kind words and just pick up that point about surprise because I do think if you arrive somewhere where it's dark and um, if if you cannot see out of the uh, windows and the first thing you see when you uh, wake up in the morning is uh, a view which you weren't expecting in some ways however kind of rubbish it might be it is surprising and somewhat exciting. Yes, I'm not sure, Mick, if uh, Ian Rouget w- would agree with that. He he sends a, 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 an interesting photograph, which he says he took from the Holiday Inn Express, just around the corner, actually, from um, Mary's place. This is in Royal London Docks. And he notes um, a little of the beauty of the barbed wire and fire-damaged property is lost in the sharpness of his picture. Well, back to um, attractive views with Sicky Stew who sends us four pictures. A few of our favourite views from rooms we've stayed in. Our balcony in Barbados, our beach bungalow in Sri Lanka, Atlantis, the palm in Dubai, and the Foscari Palace in Venice. Ah, Tsiki Stu, you have been living the life O'Reilly. 
Um, our friend Rebecca Halpen, um, friend of the program, had a more mountainous panorama. She sends the view of the Himalayas from the terrace of our room in Nagar Castle in India. And we will be putting some of our favorite uh, rooms with views, or at least the views from those rooms, um, on the Twitter feed at you should have BT. So watch out for them there. Yes, and uh, here's the whole of Rebecca's message. Rooms with a view. The most spectacular view I've ever had was when staying in India at the Nagar Castle, a medieval castle near Manali in Himachal Pradesh, now run as a heritage hotel. We were surrounded by the Himalayas and had our own terrace to enjoy the breathtaking view. However, we tend to stay more in cities and are appreciative of urban landscapes. We've had trams outside our window in Milan, Basel and Budapest, the comings and goings of the Europa bus centre in Belfast, <laughs> and in Athens, had a balcony to sit and observe the city from above. This particular view included the distant hills, trolley buses, and a man who rather disconcertingly seemed to be living outside on the roof of the building opposite. Crikey. But uh, yes, lots of people do enjoy their city views. And thank you very much for that, uh, Rebecca. Um, Jenny Reed says the view from my room at the Holiday Inn Express in Toronto is pretty good. And it certainly is this great sweeping panorama of sparkling high rises. Val, who tweets us at Techie Girl, is a New York fan, but she tells us, Millennium Hilton, New York, the view that I shouldn't have had. Looking directly across, my view should have been blocked by the World Trade Center. Now it's just the 9-11 memorial. I found it very emotional and heartbreaking looking out of my hotel window. That's a very, very sad reflection. I've also been talking to James Beagree, who's chief executive of Mian Valley Travel. He's also out in Madeira with me, and he has a happier take on Manhattan. Okay, right. Uh, James Beagree, uh, chief executive of Mian Valley Travel. Um, uh, that, I have got that right, haven't I? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Thank goodness <laughs> of that. Crikey, uh, pressure. <laughs> um, your room with a view, please. Oh, my goodness. Um, crikey, it has to be New York. I know that, that probably sounds absolutely bland and mundane to so many people, but I'm a people person. I love people watching. And you can watch from the, the World of Astoria, Park Avenue, looking down at, through New York, seeing in the summertime flip-flops in New York City and Manhattan, and steam still coming out of the ground, the, uh, the bars and the 15,000 restaurants. Talk to anybody who's ever been to New York, and they always know the best place you can go for a burger or a steak or, or, or a breakfast in New York. Everybody has a different option and every time you can visit that I've been going there every December beginning of every, first week of December for the last 20 years every year except for the last two of the pandemic and every single year I've had a totally different experience if I had three days to live that's where I'd live it and tell me about how you find this room with a view do you say to the front desk um you've got to give me the best view or do you just see what um, comes up and hope that you've got a decent window and you're not overlooking the car park or the bins? How do you do it? 
Oh, I've always found if you smile at the reception staff and you're a nice, normal, rational human being, isn't it wonderful, the stuff that comes your way? So, no, 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 I've just found that being nice, being happy, trying to, trying to just make sure that your interactions with other people, leave them with a good feeling when you walk away, then even if I don't get my room with a view, I've made five minutes of their time, and who, who knows who you might be helping with that? Pay it forward. Well, I'm sure you'll have been on tenterhooks uh, waiting to hear what happened to uh, Miss Bartlett and Lucy over the room with a view in, in Florence. And in fact, um, thanks to a kind offer from a fellow tourist who, rather like James Beagree perhaps, um, they ended up uh, with a view of the River Arno. And uh, this is how uh, Lucy describes it. It was pleasant to wake up in Florence, to open the eyes upon a bright bare room with a floor of red tiles, which look clean, although they are not, with a painted ceiling whereon pink griffins and blue amorini sport in a forest of yellow violins and bassoons. It was pleasant, too, to fling wide the windows, pinching the fingers in unfamiliar fastenings to lean out into the sunshine with beautiful hills and trees and marble churches opposite, and close below the River Arno, gurgling against the embankment of the road. That's very good writing, isn't it? It's lovely, um, which sort of brings me on to your favourites, Mick, and my favourites are the places where you have felt uh, not necessarily most romantic, but just most satisfied with the uh, view. I'm enjoying this at the moment. The, uh, there's a, a small hotel between me and the sea, and there's a man just sweeping the leaves uh, from from the roof of the from the sky bar, um, getting it ready for another blissful day in this uh, uh, little uh, uh, Atlantic outcrop. Um, I, but but sort of casting my mind back, I think the place where I had the most fabulous view was um, just a, a New Year trip to the port of Piran in Slovenia, just around the corner from Trieste, actually, uh, where you would just gaze from this kind of medieval outcrop across to I think you could see Croatia in one direction and Italy in the other and you felt very much in the middle of things. Ah oh, well that's very nice I think my favourite was the uh, the upstairs room the bedroom in an extremely uh, small house one up one down in a very eccentric uh, town called uh, Puerto Pirámides. Uh, which is in the uh, on the <laughs> Valdez Peninsula in Argentina. Uh, it's 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 famed. For, it used to be a a, a big whaling uh, centre, and now uh, its main claim to fame and uh, for attracting tourists is to go out and actually look at whales, uh, mainly uh, southern right whales, massive and incredibly yeah. tame things. And from the bedroom, you could see out across. A, uh, I suppose it was a kind of field of, of maram grass, some of that grassy stuff you get beside the sea, over the sand dunes to the sea, which is about 500 metres away. And you really could see the flukes, the tails of these huge whales, although you did need binoculars. But it was an extraordinarily magical thing, and uh, to be able to do it <laughs> without actually getting out of bed... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'll, I'll see your whales and I'll raise you um, Boeing 787s and Airbus A350s because I found my dream airport hotel 
just the other day. It's the Thistle Heathrow Terminal 5. It's as close as you can get to the runway. And if the aircraft are coming in, landing towards the east uh, on the northern runway, well, it's just this procession of aircraft. You feel really connected with the uh, the world. Um, and and uh, Gail B, who tweets as the one and only Gail B, um, also kind of agrees with me. She says, Bonanza Park, Ilietes in Mallorca here. A few years ago, you can either watch the planes coming in to land, yachts passing by in the sea, people playing crazy golf and others playing tennis. It is oddly fascinating, isn't it, actually, to look out of your room and be able to watch people doing what they do uh, on a daily basis, whereas actually you're only here for a fleeting moment in time. And and somehow what is mundane for them is um, anything but mundane for you. Let me just give you one last quote from um, Lucy's uh, observations as she looks out on the uh, River Arno. Over the river, men were at work with spades and sieves on the sandy foreshore. And on the river was a boat, also diligently employed for some mysterious end. An electric tram came rushing underneath the window. No one was inside it except one tourist. But its platforms were overflowing with Italians who preferred to stand. Children tried to hang on behind. And the conductor, with no malice, spat in their faces to make them let go. God. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that that sort of thing happens today, but um, I do know that, uh, that Italy is absolutely the top of the list in terms of the number of views that people have uh, so kindly sent in. I just a couple of weeks ago was in Como and I had in my hotel, the Hilton Como, um, I have the traditional car park view, but... Every day I could go up to the roof and look across the most spectacular uh, Italian lake panorama I think you could see anywhere. Indeed, my friend James, um, a friend of the program indeed, uh, told me that I had to stay there even though it was Hilton and it cost £200 a night. Um, Philip Fryensena was in the same hotel and he tells us that uh, he had absolutely breathtaking views from his room, not just the roof. But there is a sad story attached. He said, my mother died while my family and I were doing a trans-European trip to Var in Croatia and back. My father said, just make the most of it. Don't cut it short. And that is what we did. Jenny Reed was nearby. Spectacular 360-degree view from the breakfast conservatory on the roof of the Meisters Hotel Irma in Merano in North Italy. So technically, not the view from a bedroom, but I'm sure the rooms on the floor below had a pretty good view too. So we're going to extend rooms with a view to um, up on the roof as well. I think that's fair enough, isn't it, Simon? I think it definitely is. And we're even going to allow Mark Swain, who sent us a picture from the window of his Boeing 787, saying Mexico City approach last night. Worth saying also that ShareGround says stop blooming flying. Spend the time looking around your life and working out what minor adjustments you need to make to be happier. Well, you've made us much happier. Thank you very much indeed with your uh, suggestions. Of course, you can tweet us anytime at you should have BT. We love your audio messages at anchor.fm forward slash you should have been there. And Meanwhile, from me, Simon Calder, here in sunny, beautiful, room with a view, Madeira, 
and me, Mick Webb, in um, not so sunny, but a lovely view of our uh, white lilac in bloom. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.